You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Hi, welcome. Uh, This is Ida Rays, and I'm a certified divorce lending professional. And this interview is part of the Divorce Literacy Series uh, from the Divorce Lending Association. And we're really excited about this this opportunity to provide uh, information, insight, and access to local family law professionals for those that are looking for information. And today, I have with me Eileen Glickman. Eileen, welcome. And would you, yeah, good to have you here today. Would you kindly introduce yourself to our audience and kind of let us know what you do? Sure. My name's Eileen Glickman. I am a family law attorney, is I would say my general title. And I do um, I represent families going through divorce and separation and restructuring. Um, and my preference is to do it in the what's known as a collaborative law approach. Um, and I've been practicing family law since 1995. Wow, that's quite that's quite a uh, experience there. Uh, why do you prefer collaborative? Can you tell our audience about that? I can. So collaborative is um, what's known as an alternative. Uh, dispute resolution process where there is a commitment from the beginning of the case that all effort is going to be made to resolve the case outside of court, which I believe um, gives the parties the comfort to um, explore their options without the pressure of court. And in addition, it requires a team of professionals. So maybe it's somebody in the real estate industry to help educate the kids, uh, the the parties. Um, Maybe there's a child specialist who would focus on the children's needs. And there's always a coach, not always a coach, but there's an option for a coach to help the parties um, stay focused on their goals. And then we often use also financial neutrals that will help to make sure that the financial information is explained in a fair way so that all parties can make informed decisions going forward. And I feel like that approach gets people on the other side in a respectful way and um, really provides an opportunity for them to grow. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I've actually been involved in those cases. And yeah, there's definitely a difference there. It's a great process. so we know that each process is each divorce itself is very unique and everyone's experience is very unique. If you could change anything or give a head, heads up advice for somebody starting the process going down that path, what would you say to them? Yeah, so um after doing this for 25 years or more, what I noticed most is that uh people have a certain expectation um that you need to go right to litigation or they arrive really um, full of emotion. So I like to compare it to if somebody had a death in the family, they would never think it's a great time to make big decisions. Wow. But by the very nature of it, when someone 
finds themselves in a situation where they're ending a marriage, that is a time that they are required to make some very substantial decisions. And sometimes there's anger, sometimes there's confusion. And so I feel it is very important for uh, the person who comes into my office. I try to encourage them to, uh, I would say, pause to maybe seek some professional help to make sure that they've really clearly identified their goals and priorities. And sometimes that does require litigation and they're kind of war of the roses image that people have of divorce lawyers, but sometimes it requires something very different. And I feel that once somebody chooses the path that they want to go down, whether it's collaborative law or litigation, kind of the wheels are set in motion. It's really hard to turn back. So I feel like that beginning time is very important for somebody starting this process to really do the hard work of figuring out what they want. And I do feel like professionals are great, whether it's to educate yourself about the real estate industry, whether it's mental health professional, to really help people um, think more clearly than we're able to when we're in a crisis situation. And that is pretty much what you're in when you find yourself going through a divorce. Yeah. So they're a, a team really to help them sort out what the issues are. I find, you know, people are so vulnerable in that process. That, all, yeah. yeah. Emotionally vulnerable, vulnerable. And before they know it, they've ended up on a train that maybe they didn't mean to get on and mm. not even really understanding that not only are they on this train that doesn't feel good, but the end result may not even be what they want. And you, and there's no circumstance you can control the outcome, but you certainly can, you know, approach it differently and really stay yeah. focused your values. And so that's, and I don't pass a judgment for some people that is litigation or that is to fight for some specific goal that they have in mind. And But it's just taking the time to make sure that you're doing what you want to be doing as you start the process is what I think is important at the beginning. So do you usually meet with them first and then sort of refer out some professionals for them to like a like someone in the mental health industry to sort of help them with um, the emotional piece. How do you how do you handle that? As part of the team. Oh so, yeah, so yeah. I do. So I feel um, that as much as possible, when I first meet somebody, I try to provide all the different options and I try to help them the best I can to assess whether or not a particular, I call them processes, way to move through the course, Um, you know, which one seems to be, have the most benefit to the person I'm talking to, but I am just meeting them. So, um, and it is a sensitive subject to tell somebody, Um, oh, I think that getting help is a good idea for you. Yeah. So, um, you know, I try to find the appropriate time to bring that up and um but I, I yeah so I will bring up as many different professionals as I can as early in the process as I can that's great and I'm sure your many years of experience you know when you have a lot of years of experience you know when to the timing on things is so important right and I'm sure that you um you're very good at that um so what what would be your most gratifying case and um, why was it so uh, gratifying and how how do you think you were able to make a difference for the client? Can you tell us about that? 
Yeah. So I have, you know, in my 25 years of yes. doing, I have lots of cases that stand out to me as you know, my favorites for different reasons, but I feel like my overall, uh, I guess, turning point, I would say, was a case that the case itself was not my biggest case or my most involved case. Um, most of what I do involves sort of complex living up. Financial assets is often involved, so those take a long time. And so I often spend a lot of time with my client. This particular client, they didn't. But it was the very first time that I brought in a financial planner to work with my client. So by the end of that process, my client had a very strong handle on her budget. So she had been the um, financially dependent spouse and had not had to do her own budgeting up to that point. And they had grown children. So she was, you know, it, it was scary for her. And the financial planner had her having really strong working knowledge of her budget. And then also, because we settled the case, also what the monies that she was asking for in the settlement, what they would do for her and how that could help her or not meet her budget. And so she was very empowered with information to make decisions. And so I felt that she left, I don't want to say happy, but she was like one of my first clients that I felt left happy, confident, feeling safe, secure. And that's not really something I could ever do as a lawyer. I mean, maybe you get a victory in court or different things like that that can make somebody feel good or, you know, if they feel listened to, but I don't have financial background, so I can't explain it the same way that information. So I realize how important it is um, to bring in other professionals, especially when you have a client who is open to that a colleague of mine calls them becoming divorces that you like a difficult situation but as opposed to making it worse you actually like grow into a new independence or a new something new about yourself that's positive comes out of it and so that to me was that was kind of the first time I I didn't have that term then but that was when I first really saw it in action so those remain my favorite cases when I have a client who is willing to dive in with professionals and do that work, which requires, in my opinion, a lot of ownership as opposed to just being angry at the other side. And so it's hard because oftentimes you are feeling really hurt and angry. But those times where you can pull a team together and have a client who wants to do that kind of work, I feel like those are those are my favorite cases. Yeah, the cooperation. Um, and the team concept comes through loud and clear, which is is really a wonderful concept for the, your clients. Um, do you have any final thoughts for our listeners? Um, I think I would say that I'd like to emphasize again that um, the early decisions you make about how to proceed can really impact your life over a long period of time. And um I think that it's important when you're picking a family law lawyer that you find somebody who matches your style and that you feel like can help you get to where you want to go. So to do that, I think one of the first steps is to figure out what it is that you're hoping to achieve through the process. And then you can match up 
your choices about the process. Oh, that's good. Great. Um, well, Eileen, I can't thank you enough for taking your valuable time with me today. Um, if someone would like to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Um, should I email you my information? Well, um, if you could um, maybe list your, tell us your email address um, or whatever is the, sure. like your website okay, so, where they can, yeah. So I, the firm that I'm with is um, the law offices of Julie Ellen Landau. So you can look that up or in the phone number is 410-625-1100. Um, my email address is iglickman, G-L-I-C-K-M-A-N at landaulaw.com. And that's L-A-N-D-A-U.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for this interview. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.